0: It is the WAVE 97.9 WHAV and on the line with us is State Representative Linda Dean Campbell. And Linda, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Well, good morning. I'm sitting out um, on my patio uh, and what a beautiful day it's going to be. So I urge everyone to get outside today if you can before we start getting some uh, colder weather. Um, But it is going to be a gorgeous day.
0: I know. Yeah, it's going to be nice all all weekend long. I I have a feeling that uh, the colder weather is going to be creeping in uh, early next week.
1: Right, and and as well, um, you know, the darkness as well. So we we all need to uh, we all need some uh, fresh air and. Um, some beautiful weather, so uh, I'm very thankful for for this weather coming up this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very very nice, and uh, it's so nice that you'll want to uh, you know shut down the computer, get off of those Zoom meetings, and uh, you know spend some time outdoors.
1: You bet, you bet.
0: Well, uh, talking about uh, meetings, whether or not they are in person or on Zoom, uh, lots of stuff going on at the state house, and and I was looking at a at a story uh just uh i think it was today's friday as i was on wednesday i was looking at a story that uh, they were talking about you know th- th- trying to uh, get the budget together for the uh, balance of this fiscal year but also you got to start to talk about the upcoming fiscal year too that's that's got to be a tough thing
1: yeah it it, it definitely is when um you know we uh we've been doing these partial budgets which in my mind make a lot of sense um why you know try and predict um revenue and uh you know going out a long period of time we just we just don't have that certainty uh, but i believe the um the goal is to get a um after we take care of this fiscal year right pay our bills um i think what we're going to try and do it looks like we're going to try and do a year-long budget um, for for the next fiscal year. And that's going to be challenging. And I don't think everyone's convinced um, that we should do an entire year's budget, uh, but that seems to be uh, what the majority thinks at this point in time. I know um, that um, some of the um, key economists from around Massachusetts and, and also the country are going to be convening um, this upcoming week uh, in Boston to talk about revenues, and I think that that will give us uh a better picture but um you know they're looking anywhere from three to six billion um in declining revenues, which uh that's a huge challenge uh for for a state and uh you know we're we're also looking um hopefully um reading you know what goes on day to day in Washington that we may Receive some, um, assistance, but it probably won't be, you know, till, till next year. Uh, so that's, that's, you know, very, very challenging for us. And yeah. thirdly, you know, the third part of the equation is we have a very healthy reserve. Um, and that has allowed us to borrow, of course, at a, a very uh, favorable rate. Um, we have one of the highest reserves, um, in the country here in Massachusetts right now. So, you know, there's a lot of clamoring, well, let's spend all of that reserve money down. It's, you know, just about three point five billion. Let's spend it. We need it. That's why you have it. Um, but on the other hand, um, you know, we're looking, I think, at the next couple of years as being very challenging. And, you know, my thought is you don't want to spend it all in one year because next year, uh there's still tremendous uh uncertainty about the virus and the economy. So um you know I'm not in favor of spending that all down in in one budget cycle. So um it's going to be a complicated budget um uh, and I think it will be a conservative budget and you know it may not be a year long budget. It uh I think it depends on uh you know what some of the experts have to say um over the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, it's uh you you've got to uh yeah, you got to figure that that you know some of the businesses that um uh... That haven't been able to open up yet they might not be able to open up at all right
1: right it it we're we're at a um you know we're at a um i think a a very um the the amount of uncertainty that we have right now is very substantial because we you know even payroll um you know the mayor uh gave a, a warning shot uh yesterday and today about uh covid cases rising. Uh, we had the same in Methuen and, um, and we still have very substantial challenges in Lawrence. So, you know, that affects the entire Merrimack Valley as a whole. Uh, and also statewide, you know, Marty, Marty Walsh, the mayor of Boston said the same thing, um, you know, this past week. Um, Boston is inching, uh, towards that red marker and, and while, um, you know the numbers uh might not be cause for for fear uh it has a very chilling effect on the economy and and i think that that is you know one of the challenges people are not going to start to return back to restaurants um or or venues for shopping until that confidence uh level increases and with the fall coming um and winter coming uh you know the experts have told us that um the virus uh has the potential for increasing substantially uh if we're not careful. So the uncertainty level is is very very high right now.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. And and on uh, you know the the governor's uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, he, he um, said that uh he was going to allow uh restaurants to now seat uh, uh up to 10 people at the table, and uh, I know Haverhill's uh, thinking. Of, well, Haverhill just extended their outdoor uh, dining uh, area to uh, to December first, but yes, it's got to be cold to, to eat outdoors. But uh, it's nice that uh, the governor uh, wants to allow restaurants to allow more people per table. That's that's a good thing, right?
1: Right, absolutely. You know, you 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 figure uh, rationally, right? When you go out to dinner with a group of folks. They're folks that you know well, right? So, and, and that you, uh, you know, you have some confidence that they wouldn't be there if they were, if they were ill. So, um, yeah, to me, that makes perfect sense that, you know, he's also going to allow, um, uh, eating at the bars, right? Uh, serving food at bars, which I think, again, if the, you know, if people use common sense, uh, why not, right? Uh, and I, and I think that, you know, Um, Boston and the North End, we're all looking at how the restaurants um, on those narrow streets are operating and continue to operate. And I think, um, you know, I have great faith in in Massachusetts entrepreneurs. I think we're going to see all kinds of creative ways um, to continue serving outdoors with heated tents and and other kinds of heated uh, venues. Um, We're pretty creative. And, you know, really we uh, for these folks that own these restaurants that have put their entire lives work um, into them, uh, the stakes are so high. And, uh, you know, up to, I think, what I read 23% have have gone down and and have gone down permanently. So we have to do everything we can to help these establishments uh, stay in business. And I think that that's a really uh, smart, you know, smart step to take at this point. And again, um people can be very very creative um and entrepreneurial and, and I'm hoping that um we're going to be able to help as many of them as we can moving forward
0: Well the um I, I, we have a, a story that's on the in the news today that says that um the uh, fire department in Haverhill anyway they are pre approving a number of electric heaters that can be used in in tents outdoors and and I guess part of the uh, deal was that you can have a, a tent outdoors from the from the governor's office anyway you can put that tent outdoors as long as it's closed up on all four sides so you know that's a good thing to expand the uh, the seating area and then, yeah you're right to to have more people there you wouldn't go to dinner with somebody you wouldn't know right
1: right sure i i i think it's it's very very um it's, it's very moderate, uh, it's cautious, it's a cautious step, uh, but I think it's very prudent and certainly not risky. So I'm, um, I'm glad we're moving forward with that. And I think what will happen is as we see, um, how the situation with tents, um, proceed, um, and, uh, we don't, you know, God willing, we don't have any spikes, right? Um, I think that we'll probably see even more rules relaxed so that, um, And we can maximize, um, you know, the space that restaurants have. These, these smaller restaurants, you know, where you, you go in and Haverhill has so many of them downtown where, you know, you have a very limited number of seating and you have a bar. Um, but, um, you know, you can't, you can't operate on those margins, uh, when you're that small to start with. So I think the, you know, the seating at the bar is helpful, but, um, we're going to have to do we're going to have to do more to help um these smaller restaurants especially um uh, you know with some outdoor provisions that um you know hopefully we can we can carry through um you know through the winter um and that and that will help them survive
0: well there's uh other other things happening at the uh, state house uh, level as well i, I know that uh, you haven't had i don't believe you've had formal sessions lately so but a lot of things have been uh, talked about in committee and uh, what are some of the what some of the pieces of legislation that you're keeping an eye on as well
1: well we have a we have a lot of moving pieces right now um and I'm so thankful that we decided to extend our session um formally and that will allow us to take some votes on some major bills that require all of us um to vote on um and so uh yeah we have um you know we we passed um an economic development bill in the House and the Senate did as well, that's got major provisions um, to help businesses, to help communities. Um, All kinds of uh, projects, uh, local projects, are included in that legislation. And that is um, in conference committee between the House and the Senate. Uh, There's no doubt in my mind that we will have, you know, a final bill to vote on, which will be an up or down vote that we can, you know, we can send to the governor Um, before, um, you know, the end of the year. Uh, likewise, we have an energy bill that is huge. Um, and, and that has, um, a great deal of, um, support for local projects for, um, you know, uh, alternative energy in cities and towns. So that's really exciting. Um, and we also have our policing bill, which, as you know, is, is very controversial, very difficult. Um, and people are, you know, you're reading the press, well, what's taking so long? Well, you know, my answer to that is that, you know, uh these challenges have been here for many years, and you want to take your time and get it as right as you can. You're not going to get it all right. No one's going to be happy. Everyone will be slightly unhappy. But on, on issues this important, we want to try and get it as right as possible. There's you know substantial differences between the house and the senate bill so it's going to take a little while in the policing but uh i do believe we'll get something uh before the end of the year all right well
0: you got um uh, more than enough stuff to do for the for today
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 it's uh these are challenging times but um you know the the massachusetts house was the the first uh legislature in the country to develop uh, a system whereby we could um vote on major pieces of legislation um without having to go to Boston, and a great deal of work was done uh to make sure that there was safe and secure voting, and that folks had an opportunity to file amendments um and to be part of the conversation so um you know I'm very proud of that um that's a first in the nation, another one for Massachusetts government, so we're gonna keep trucking on um and we're gonna get uh done. Uh, what we need to get done, because um, it has to get done. And so I, I have confidence that um, it'll be um, a very productive um, next couple of months in the legislature. All
0: right. Well, looking forward to that, and we're looking forward to the next time we get a chance to uh, to chat again. In the meantime, uh, before you uh, get all bogged down on that stuff, make sure you, you get out and uh, enjoy the sunshine today.
1: You as well. I know you get into that uh, studio very early in the morning. So, uh, you know, make sure that you do as well because, um, you know, we're going to be losing a lot of daylight here. So I think we all need some some vitamin D and some fresh air. And, and uh, so I think a lot of folks will get outside as often as we can.
0: I think so. All right. Thank you so much. And, and we'll be talking with you.
1: Okay. Thanks for the opportunity. You Take bet. care.
0: State Representative Linda Dean Campbell, our guest this morning here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wendam Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM, WHAV. Catch the wave,
1: WHAV.